The year 1953, a plane touches down at Smithy's Airport in Sydney. On board is an American named Lee Gordon. The Australian music scene will never be the same again. From then until now, these are the stories. Hey there, this is Josh Ersam and you're listening to Awesome Aussie Songs. This episode is on Andy Gibb and the song I Just Want to Be Your Everything. Our special guest in this episode is Australian music legend Cole Joy. In this series, there's already an episode on Cole and his first hit record, Bye Bye Baby. Out of the interview with Cole came this fantastic story about Andy's early days in show business and we thought it was something that would be of interest to fans of Andy and also the Bee Gees. And anyway, you don't need an excuse to take a listen to a song as good as this one. Before we hear from Cole, here's some background info on Andy. Andy Gibb was born in England in 1958 and immigrated to Australia with his family when he was six months old. He's of course the younger brother to Barry, Robert and Morris, otherwise known to the world as the Bee Gees. As he grew older, it was presumed Andy would become a member of the Bee Gees. However, with his movie star good looks and a voice as equally as impressive as his brother's, it was decided he would be better suited as a solo performer. The media and critics would often take aim at Andy for sounding too much like his famous brothers, which when you think about it, it's not really his own fault, is it? Anyway, I'll let someone with a bit more street credit than me explain it. Here's Swanee talking about why vocally he sounds similar to his own brothers, Alan and Jimmy Barnes. But he said, you sound like Jimmy Barnes, you sound like, of course he sounds like Jimmy Barnes. Three of us grew up in one room, the same size as what we're in now, with a set of bunks there and a set of bunks there and one record player that had a speaker about that size in the lid. And I only had what music, I, whatever music they heard is what I had. You know? So the poor buggers got to listen to the same stuff. We all listened to the same stuff. We all sung. Uh, I played a bit of piano and guitar, and of course I played drums. But the guys slowly picked up all of that stuff, and it, it just evolves. You know, It's like if one of your brothers is a footballer, and he, he gets quite big. You know, they want to be like you, and then all of a sudden they don't want to be like you. <laughs> the naysayers will always find fault wherever they can, and Andy would also face criticism that he was riding on the coattails of the Bee Gees. In this episode, you'll hear from Cold Joy how Andy paid his dues and how his famous success wasn't handed to him on a silver platter. Anyway, let's be real here. If your elder brother is songwriter extraordinaire Barry Gibb, you'd be a fool not to work with him. If it was okay for Barry to write hits for stars like Barbara Streisand and Kenny and Dolly, then why wasn't it okay for him to work with his own kid brother? When released as a single in 1977, I Just Want to Be Your Everything went to number one on the American Billboard charts. 
It also reached number one in Canada, Australia, Chile and Brazil. It is currently the 29th highest selling single of all time on the American Billboard charts. To put that in some sort of context, of all the songs ever recorded and released since 1956, I Just Want to Be Your Everything sits behind only 28 other songs in terms of sales. Angie's success wasn't confined to just the music business either. He also co-hosted the top-rating American TV show Solid Gold. This show was syndicated and shown around the world. Andy was truly a global superstar. Andy's tragic demise often overshadows the enormous success he achieved in the USA. When it came to the American Billboard charts, he had six singles reach the top ten, with three of these songs going all the way to number one. Sadly, Andy died in 1980, aged just 30 years old. His cause of death was heart failure brought on by years of alcohol and drug abuse. It was a life so full of promise, tragically cut short. But anyway, that's enough of me. Here's Australian music legend Cole Joy talking about Andy in happier times. Initially, of course, it was uh, um, they worked hard. They were a natural talent, uh, as was Andy Gibb, the younger brother. Andy was going to be a fourth BG, and Barry said, no, that's, that's silly because you've got a talent, you've got a sound, um, you should be out on your own. He said, uh, uh, and Andy was in London. They'd gone to London at the time and were doing quite well. And Stigwood, who also had a magic ear for a song, um, and so he said, they said, get back out to Australia and learn the craft. And so Andy came back out and stayed, stayed with us for a piece, and we looked after him. And, of course, uh, uh, he was writing songs by then and, uh, and touring. He used to borrow my wife's car to go if he was going any great lengths of things. He went to Adelaide to do it. He, he had a manager, uh, Tony. And uh, he took a job in, in Adelaide. We said, Adelaide, you're going there for one night. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be good for us. And so they borrowed Dallas's Austin A40 and, and they all got to Adelaide. They played the show. The promoter took through, shot through with all the money and they got nothing. So they made it back to a place in, I think it was Deniloquin in, uh, in Victoria on the way back. And I got a phone call. Uh, he said, we're running out of petrol. We're in Deniloquin and, uh, and we've got no money and we, we're hungry and uh, we've got no money for petrol. And I said, uh, go down to the local police station and get the sergeant to call me. And the sergeant called me. He said, uh, um, yeah, 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 Cole Joy, yes. Uh, that, um, what's the trouble? I said, listen, these bo- bo- boys have got no money and no nothing. I said, can you put them up for the night? He said, oh, yeah, the cells are empty. He said, uh, yeah, they can stay here. And, and I said, give them some money and I'll fix you up. And he said, yeah, yeah, fine, right, I'll fix. Well, he gave them some money. They stayed overnight in the cells, and uh, then they had breakfast, and he gave them money and filled their cars up and sent them up, and uh, I sent him some money down to... um, He said, no, no, I don't want it, but I sent him money down. Um, uh, I hope he got it because I just made a sergeant in charge of the Nilliquin police station, and I'm going back, what, 30 or 40 years or something or other. But Andy did it. He did his homework and he was, became a good performer. But once again, of course, the drug problem is a bad problem to any performer uh, and most of them suffer in the long run. And whereas Andy just got himself clean, but his heart gave out and that was the end of that. But we lost a lot of ones like that. I was watching a thing the other night and I've, I've got a lot of favourite blues singers, the Aretha Franklins and the Bessie Smiths and those people. But... Um, I, I, I don't think any of them come up to Janis Joplin as a blues singer. And, uh, but once again, 
Um, what a loss, 27 and gone. And Mama Cash had a good sound about it too. And um, um, they all, so that drug problem got the better of them. And uh, fortunately, the, we never had that problem. We never came through that era. The, the Joy Boys, and um, they'd drink the national debt if it was there, but otherwise they, they'd go without it. And, um, and drug never started here until R&R came in from the Vietnam mob. Um, and, of course, that kicked it along. And from there, the whole thing changed. And, uh, and we got a whole new lot of people on the other side that came in uh, once the drug started. And we had these little um, different lots of people uh, had their little pockets of, that would sell them. And, um, and it's never got any better. It's still out there now. But we were fortunate we didn't fall into that hole. But later on, of course, it uh, become a world problem. And uh, and uh, Andy was one that succumbed to that from the Gibb boys. But overall, they gave us some great music and some great memories. Okay, that's enough of the talk. Here's Andy Gibb with I Just Want to Be Your Everything. Give 
Thanks for listening to Awesome Aussie Songs. Thanks to Cole Joy for your memories, and thanks to Andy Gibb for the music. Hi, this is Molly. You've just listened to a podcast brought to you by Marcos Promotions, written and produced by my dad, Sheldon the Kangaroo Kip. And presented by Josh Urson. This is Molly Kidd saying to my good friend, Holly Kirsten, Hit it, girl! I've got something to tell you About a place that I